Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you are listening to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I am in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. Today we have on CG England with CG's Boutique. And good morning, CG. Good morning, Tiffany. Thank you for coming. My pleasure. I appreciate you being here. So tell us about your business, first of all. So my business, um, I just turned four in the business world. Um, I'm so you're in preschool these days? I'm in and- preschool. I kind of am getting the, you know, the gist of what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I sell women's clothing and accessories, sizes extra small to 3XL. Okay, and you are you have one location here in Cookville, Tennessee. Yes, one location here in Cookville, Tennessee at 410 East Spring Street and also cgsboutique.com. Okay, so mm-hmm. why this particular business? What made you choose to do fashion? So my major, um, I majored in human ecology with a concentration in fashion merchandising and design from Tennessee Tech. I graduated in 06. I moved to Atlanta and I worked in the wholesale industry. Um, I worked for America's Mart and I worked on the trade shows there. So I worked kind of every aspect of retail from working in a retail store first and then studying it in college and then working the wholesale side. Um, When I decided to move to Cookville and open a store, I, I felt like I had all the puzzle pieces for my business to be successful because of my past career choices. And it just felt like the natural thing to do. So, I mean, you kind of touched on that a little bit there, but why did you choose to come back to Cookville? Why mm-hmm. open a store? Why be an entrepreneur? It's it's a lot easier to work for somebody else. Yes, it's a lot easier. It's a lot more safe, in quotation marks. Um, but honestly, all of my friends stayed in Cookville after graduation. So I would come back to Cookville and go to birthday parties and weddings and you know baseball games in the summer and I felt like I was missing out on what was important in life and this totally sounds like a Hallmark movie but I decided it really is I love Hallmark um but I decided to move back to Cookville and I really honestly didn't have a plan and I called my mom and I was like I think I want to move back to Cookville and she was like okay great what are you gonna do and I'm like well I don't know yet And then my dad was like, you can't quit your job. You make amazing money. You know, you're doing really well in Atlanta. Like, what's your plan? So honestly, it was just a gut instinct and I prayed about it and the right things kind of fell into place. And I came back to Cookville and within six months of moving back, I opened my store. Um, Started small. So a friend of mine owned a building and I rented like 400 square feet and gave it like a trial run and then after that was successful then I moved across the hall to where my current location is and it's been four years almost five now wow wow so what do you think your personal strengths are that help you to run a business and be an entrepreneur my personal strengths I care about people I genuinely want to help people um, when people come into my store you know you're you're usually looking for something in particular and I love to help women find what they're looking for I like to make people feel beautiful and important and so from a very um when I was planning my store from a very early point I was like okay I want this to be welcoming to everybody I don't want it to be intimidating I want everyone to be able to afford it so 
I think that my personal strengths are I care about people. I genuinely care and want to help. So you said people are usually coming in for, for something. Do you feel like you play into their psychology of something, you know, like their mm-hmm. emotional state? Absolutely. Do you think, tell me about a situation where someone's come in and you've been able to kind of turn their emotional state. So actually yesterday, um, a mother came in and was shopping for an outfit for her daughter's funeral. Mm. And we cried together, and then we ended up laughing together. And I think that she's, you know, she's going to come back and see me because of our moment and our connection that we had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's a, a sad story, but there's also been happy stories where people come in and they're getting their, their graduation dress or their bachelorette party dress. And so I want to know why you're here, what are you looking for, and how can I help? And I genuinely have made friends, like... I have real friends that started out as customers. Isn't it crazy how you 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 think I mean did, could you ever have guessed that this is the impact that you would make on on this woman's journey with her daughter and her daughter's death? No. Could you ever have thought 5 years ago that this is the impact you would be making? No, and it makes me like I'm tearing up right now and so are you. <laughs> We're crying. Um but I prayed that, you know, my store would be my resource to give back and my store would be my resource to help my community. And when things like that happen, I just have to thank God because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, everybody can't be a physician. Everybody can't. You know, I joke all the time and I say I'm not curing cancer, but I'm, I'm helping people in my way that I can help. And whether that be boosting your mood, making you feel beautiful, making you feel cared for. I'm selling dresses at the end of the day, but there's so much more that goes into it. And I never would have thought that I could have made an impact like I've made because of this store and because of the community support. So you you mentioned that you're doing so much more than selling dresses at the end of the day. Um, Let's look at the business side of running a business mm-hmm. how difficult so you know fashion inside outside you worked in Atlanta you you and that's your trade mm-hmm. how difficult was it when you got started to know how to balance your books how to market all these things mm-hmm. how difficult very difficult and my number one advice or number one rule of what you need to do when you open a business is hire an accountant because that's not my strong point. I'm not great with numbers. I'm not great with math. I'm not great with seeing the big picture. You know, I'm good at being a people person and helping people and picking out clothes. But when you own a business, you can't just say, oh, I like to shop, so I'm going to open a boutique. You have to have all of the um, skills. And if you don't have them personally, then you need someone on your team that does. So hiring an accountant, a good accountant that I can communicate with, that doesn't intimidate me, that I can text at 9 p.m. if I need to, that's important for owning and running a business. What What would be the number two person that you would think that you need to hire? Um, social media, marketing, that type of personality. I can do that, but for three and a half years, I tried to do it all on my own. And finally, I came to a breaking point last year and I was like, okay, I've got to give up some of this control and I need help Mm -hmm. because I'm going crazy. So I hired someone to do my social media and it's the best decision that I've made. Well, and sometimes I feel like as an entrepreneur, you feel like, especially in your business, I mean, the business is your name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so you want to be the face of it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's hard to not to think, well, maybe I won't be the face of that. Mm -hmm. So how did you handle that? 
situation? I just knew that I needed help and I needed to bring other people on my team and I couldn't do it all. And when you are a one woman show, you know, I am every department I'm hiring, I'm human resources, I'm marketing, I'm, I'm everything, I'm sales, um, advertisement. I thought, okay, I'm going to have to give up some money. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to spend money to make money. But when you're a one-woman show or a one-man show, it's kind of scary. And you have to, you know, look at the big picture and say, okay, if I spend this much, is it going to return X? So it was scary to do that, but I knew that I had to. Yeah. In case you're just joining us, you're listening to Powered by Her and the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. And we have CG England with CG's Boutique in the studio today. Um, where So when we talked a little bit about starting out, where did you get your emotional support to kind of keep going? My friends, we went to dinner one night when I was talking about opening the store and they were all like, oh, CG, you can do this. And like, it's so easy when you don't have anything to lose or anything to risk to say, oh, girl, you got this. So my friends were like, you can totally do this. And with them like kind of gassing me up and telling me, you got this, you can do this. There's no way that you can't do this. There's no way to fail. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And so they supported me. Um, in the beginning, I didn't have money to do radio ads or, or billboards or anything. And my friends were my walking, talking billboards. That's how you heard about my store. Correct, yes. Um, so they would share on Facebook or they would wear their outfits and tag me and share it and blow it up on Facebook and Instagram. And that's kind of how I got started. So how, so friend-wise, and that, and you and you touch on the fact when they don't have anything to risk or yeah. lose, they're great and they're they're great cheerleaders. Who business-wise was a mentor for you or who ha- kind of helped steer you along the way? Definitely Natalie Stout, um, who owns the realty firm. Amber Flynn Jared, who works at the realty firm, has the Jared Group. So I kind of had this powerhouse of friends that had already jumped out and started their own businesses. So I guess that's why it wasn't scary for them. Um, Mike Real, who is my landlord, and he has several other, you know, side businesses. So I think once you've done it, you see like, you know, if I can do this, you can do this. And that's how I am now. When people come to me and they're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting this. I'm like, do it, girl. You know, you got this. So once you've done it yourself, it's much easier to tell someone that they they got this. Was there a trust, a deeper trust in those people that were Mm -hmm. actual business people than people that... Tell, tell me about how, how the difference between just your friends who were sitting around having a glass of wine or mm-hmm. conversations with Natalie or Amber, how, how those differed. I think because they had been through it and they could relate with me and they knew the risk that I was taking. And they actually, you know, have told me and have shared with me the stories about their risks. Therefore, when your friends have done it, I mean, it's almost like peer pressure, you know, like, well, they've done it. I can do it. But in a positive way. Right, right. So what advice would you give to, let's say somebody comes into your store and they want to start their own business, What what's advice, aside from getting an accountant, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? I always tell people, because I get emails and phone calls all the time of people wanting to meet with me and kind of pick my brain, I tell them, do your research. You know, shadow someone that is doing whatever you want to do. If you want to open a pet store. Then go to a pet store, ask if you can intern, ask if you can shadow, because until you do something hands-on, you don't even know if you enjoy it. So I had worked in retail, I had worked in wholesale, I'd worked in the trade show industry, 
So I kind of knew the industry and all the ins and outs of it. So I knew what I was getting into. Some people have a great idea and they have an interest and a, and a passion and they think, okay, I want to do this and I want to make my living by doing this. But until you have talked to a mentor, shadowed or interned someone, you don't know that that's what you want to do. So do your research. Yeah. All right. So we're going to switch gears and, and talk about maybe a challenging time. Mm-hmm. And so I remember, gosh, maybe it was a year or so ago, you made this big big announcement that you were going to open a, a hair salon. Is that what yes, it was? Yes. Um, in, in your hometown. Mm-hmm. So I haven't heard anything more about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing maybe that was a challenging time. That was definitely a challenging time. That was August of 2017. I bought a business in my hometown and it was a salon and I was going to run the salon and have a boutique there. And it was called CG's Boutique. Beautique. <laughs> yes. So people in my hometown, they, they support me up here. They shop here and they're like, man, will you ever open anything back home? Are you going to do anything back home? So this was a a good, um, what I thought was a good opportunity to take my business and and share it with my hometown people. Expand out. Expand out. Um, I learned very early on that if you don't have good help and good support, you cannot have multiple locations. And I'm only one person and I can't be at both places. And so I was having to hire people um, to run my business here when I wasn't here and then hire someone to run that business there. And it's so hard to find good help. And I, I hate to sound negative, but you know, I know that no one's gonna care about it as much as I do because my name's on the door. Mm-hmm. But unless you have good help, um, you, can't, you can't grow. And so that was a very, um, it was, it was um, very challenging and it closed. I ended up closing my business there and I sold the business. So it's still a hair salon, but I have nothing to do with it. Um, but what was that? What was it about? I mean, so hair is not fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, was that aspect of things difficult for you to expand into another realm of? No, that wasn't because I had someone to run that part of it. And I said, look, I know nothing about hair. Um, actually met with Tracy that owns locks here in Cookville. And I, I, I shared with her what I was doing and she gave me some great advice and, it was just finding the help to make it what I wanted to be and no one's going to care about it. And I didn't really have the time or the means to train someone. I just kind of jumped into it head first. Mm-hmm. So it was a failure on paper. It was a failure, but I didn't feel like a failure because I tried it. You know, what was your biggest takeaway from the experience? Um, I need to spend more time researching the area because I've been out of my hometown for 16 17 years I haven't lived there and that market is not there the people that support me um from my hometown that shop with me currently it's maybe five percent of that town so I needed to do more research I needed to get more involved in that community because even though I was born and raised there I've been gone for 17 years so that community is no longer what it was when I was there so I needed to do more research. I needed to do more market research. I needed to hire someone and train someone to let that be their baby because I'm not going to be there all the time instead of just being like, yeah, let's do this. So spend more time researching. Yeah. You're listening to Powered by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton, and we're in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. We have CG England in with us with CG's Boutique. You keep going back to the fact that you need to 
it's difficult to hire someone you mm-hmm. trust and it's it's a lot of pressure. Um, it seems as though you found someone. Yes. Tell me what's that magic ingredient in, in what have you found? So Chelsea is my employee, Chelsea Groover. She worked with me when I first opened part time. She was a student at Tech. Then um, she kind of felt like that wasn't the right place for her, so she went full time in a totally different, or full time in a totally different um, area. Started a new career. Then she came back to me, and I said, "Chelsea, I need you. You've been with me since the beginning. How can I, you know, how can I make this perfect for you? I will take care of you because I need you." So she is now back um, as a student at Tennessee Tech, and she just does my marketing and my um, Facebook and social media, all my Instagram, she posts for me. She has her own schedule. You know, we kind of sit down and said, okay, how can I make this work for you? How can I, you know, shape this position into something that will not take away from your school time, but you can still be, you know, of, of an asset to me. So we sat down, we made a plan, and she has been such a help to me customers know her they see her face on social media i've got a billboard with her over on spring street um because she is very important and and you're going to see me when you come into the store but on facebook on social media you're seeing chelsea and i give her all the credit for that when people come in and they're like oh my gosh i saw this on instagram you're doing such a great job that's chelsea so do you think that it's as the entrepreneur is it more important to invest in your employees not not even financially, but um, emotionally and, and um, support-wise, or is it more important for them to kind of prove their worth to you? It is more important for me to invest in them because when people feel appreciated, they're going to do a better job. Mm-hmm. I know when I feel appreciated and when people tell me, hey, you're doing good, I'm so thankful for you, I want to do better because I know that I'm appreciated. And so I think people's personalities are different. For Chelsea in particular, you know, I feed into her. She knows that I believe in her. I support her. I need her on my team. So I think that she performs based off of that, based of what I'm, you know, giving her. Mm -hmm. What keeps you going? What keeps you continuing to go forward and moving along? I love what I do, and I'm so thankful to be here. And as cheesy as it sounds, like every day when I when my eyes open, I'm like, thank you, God, that I'm going to my store. And thank you for this town that supports me. And this town, to like time out, this town is amazing. I could have opened my store in any other town in America, and I don't think that it would have been as successful as it has been in Cookville because of the people in Cookville. Mm-hmm. These people shop local. They want to support local. Um they you know want to see our community thrive and they know that when they spend their money with me it's going back into the community um so i think that my passion for what i do and my passion for helping people is what keeps me going isn't it interesting how you you can have that heart for helping people and there's a million things that you can do to quote unquote help people Mm -hmm. um and and tapping into your trade and your skills of fashion and and you can help people so well and 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 in this community be able to do that it's amazing and I've always wanted to help people but I didn't know you know how I could do it or what I could do but because I have a successful business and because this community supports me 
I'm then able to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to give back so much. And, and I'm not asking for praises and I'm not tooting my own horn. It's because my customers support me and, and they, you know, they want to help their community too. And I give them outlets to help the community by getting cute clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the most valuable lesson in the four or five years? What's the most valuable lesson that you have learned as an entrepreneur? Ask for help when you need it or you will get burned out. And when you are burned out and when you are exhausted, you can't do anything good. Can you think about a time that you needed help and yes. you had to ask? Yes. Last Christmas, um, or not Christmas, but the holiday shopping season, I had an awesome worker and she had just graduated from tech and she got a nursing job way sooner than she thought she would. And so, of course, she had to leave me and I didn't have a plan B for if she were to get a job. So I had to work the entire holiday season by myself and I was calling like my friends to come work on Saturdays. My husband was working on Saturdays. My mom was coming up because I physically and mentally was zapped and I pushed myself to the limit of go 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 until you can't go anymore how do you know where that limit is as as women it's hard we're we're grinders we get out there and we we're doing our thing and how do you how do you find that line so now since last year I pay more attention to my body and I think I was ignoring red flags like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but you know, my breaking point was I started crying in the grocery store parking lot for no reason. I just sat in the Aldi parking lot and was bawling hysterically. And I texted my husband and I was like, I'm not okay. <laughs> but you just get to that point where you're just, you're giving, you're giving, you're pushing, you're going. And you can't, if you don't take care of you, you cannot take care of anything or anyone else. And so now I practice self-care Um, I'm really, really, really an advocate for self-care. And I think that we as women sometimes think it's selfish to take care of yourself, as silly as that sounds. But if you don't take care of you, you cannot take care of anyone else. I really like the analogy of um, if you're a vase and somebody's pouring water into you or your self-care. And, you you know, as women, we always pour into, you know, we pour a little bit into each one. Yes. And where does that leave us if we pour all of ours into everyone else? Empty. We're empty. Yeah. But if we stand up straight and we let it be poured into us, and what happens if it continues to pour into us? It just overflows. Yes. And everybody else will get filled because... We're filled. Yes. We're, we're filled. Yes. And so it's it's a it's very interesting analogy, and I think it, it's so true for women entrepreneurs is that we just want to give, 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 and go, go, go. And if we just let it pour into us, we'll be full, and we'll have so much more to give others. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What is your secret ingredient to having a successful business? Positivity. Positivity. I wake up with positivity. I choose to be positive. I choose to be happy. Um, And I I mentor some girls. And I said, girls, you could very easily wake up and say, oh, got to get up. Oh, it's raining. Uh, You know, or you could wake up and say, I'm alive. I'm healthy. I got another shot at it. You know, you have to choose to be positive. You have to choose to be happy. And it's just as easy to choose to be negative. Just as easy. But at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, what's going to make you feel better about your day overall? A positive attitude or letting it drain you and Yes. And no matter what happens, you can find a positive 
outlook on any situation. Mm-hmm. You really, or you can find a negative outlook. That that's true, yes. and it's all about choices. And, yes. and that's that's the beauty of life is that we're given those choices mm-hmm. to make, and we we can choose which way to go. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. We have CG England with CG's Boutique in today. So at, before we, as we kind of wrap up, what's what's next? What's the direction? We tried hair salon <laughs> in Check small that town. Check the list. Whit, Whitwell. Yeah, well, Whit, that's well. how you really say it. But when you're from there, you say Whitwell. Whitwell. But is this like the Cookville, Cookville yes, kind of thing? Yes, I'm it not, is. I'm a northerner. So, <laughs> um, so we tried that. You know, we can check that off our bucket list. What's next for CG? Well, for CG's Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, I launched the website last year. We launched it on April 1st. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm trying to grow my website. We have shipped to 16 states, I believe. Um, it's not taking off as fast as I want it to, but that's why I brought on Chelsea. Um, Chelsea's just been with me since October so the website's kind of her baby so we're we're trying to nurture it and make it grow i would love to you know to see my website grow um as far how are you how are you getting customers in other states instagram um people that have visited cookville that go back home and tell their friends about it um one of my best customers is susan wells and she's a professor here at tennessee tech and her daughter lives in Dallas. And when her daughter comes home, she gets a whole new wardrobe from CG's to last her until her next visit home. Then she goes to her job looking all cute in Dallas. And her friends are like, oh, my gosh, where did you get that? So I've shipped to several of her coworkers, people that have lived in Cookville but then have since moved, continue to shop with me. Um, so I've Do you got, advertise outside of locally? I don't. And that's wow. something that I need to look into. Um and I've, I've actually been looking into that billboards as far as, you know, in different cities in, in Tennessee. And because I do ship a lot to Chattanooga and I do ship a lot to Nashville. And so that's kind of where we're going now. We're, we're trying to grow the website. Yeah. So that's on my, you know, plan for the next year. Growth mm-hmm. pattern. What else besides growing the website? Any any other ideas of, of other ventures you think you might go into? I would love to expand um, and carry menswear. I would love to do that. And my husband would love and would be great at that too. So that's kind of something that we talk about and that we, you know, we're kind of planting that seed, um, but it's nowhere near happening anytime soon. But I would love to, you know, be a one-stop shop for everyone's wardrobe, you know, not just women. I would love to grow into the men's world as well. So. Kids wear? I don't know. I, I know nothing about kids wear. Like, I don't have children. All my friends have children, and I'm the best aunt ever in the world. They love me. Um, but I know nothing about kids wear, so I don't I don't necessarily see that on the horizon. Well, and I think kids wear, uh, women's wear might be too, a little bit regionally. There's a definite Southern. Um, oh, yeah, women's wear big time because when I worked in the industry you know I would go to New York at least once a month and I'd go to Chicago and San Francisco and Miami and it's completely different in each one of those locations so would you as you expand your website would you try to um you know feed into that a little bit more in the future yes yeah yes because people in New York are not wearing really what I carry they're not wearing ruffles they're not wearing ruffles and lace as you know (laughs) I have a hard time with the ruffles. Yes, and but 
comma, I have more than just ruffles and lace. For sure. But we do definitely cater to the Southern, you know, because we're in Cookville. That's who, mm-hmm. that's who my customers are. Right. So, yes, I think in the future I would cater to those different You need regions. the big, huge um, bows for the kids' wear yes. that are bigger than the kids' size head. Yes. I, I feel as though you think these are cute bows. <laughs> my northernness does not allow me to, <laughs> to go with that, so... Um, what are some goals that you want to reach besides growing the website? What other, maybe a variety of clothes, any menswear? Well, I'll tell you this. I I would like to cater. I think most of my customers are, I'd say, 30 and older. So I would like to tap into the younger women because we live in a college town. I mean, we have several high schools here with thousands of high school girls. So I would like to kind of tap into that. I think from the beginning, I was my target age group, you know, um, young professional, young moms. Um, but now, I mean, I have, I would say my average customer is honestly like 45 and older. So I would like to tap into the younger women as well. No, we do have stuff for them, but it's not like a destination point for high school girls to yeah. come to CGs. When will you have known that you made it? When, what, what will be that benchmark that oh says, I have made it? Or maybe you already feel like you have. I'm not going to lie. When I got my first billboard and Roland brought me the little mini billboard, I was like, I have made it. (laughs) Like, that was a big moment to be able, first of all, to afford a billboard was a big deal for me. Um, And then, you know, to hear yourself on the radio. I mean, I don't take anything lightly, any... um, you know thing that happens with my business I mean I'm honored to be sitting in this chair today talking to you and I mean that so when I see my billboard when I hear myself on the radio when I see my clothes when I'm out in Cookville and I see someone wearing a dress from my store you know I've made it but I don't think there will ever be a point where I'm like on the mountaintop you know pounding my chest like I'm here I've arrived (laughs) I was thinking more like on a poolside with like a hat but mountaintop works too either one (laughs) but I want to keep growing I want to keep evolving I want to keep being relevant you know it's it's hard to stay relevant um with as quick as the trends change and with technology and keeping up with everything and you know we hear this oh brick and mortars are going nowhere I believe that I choose to not believe that you come to my store any given day my little bells ringing all day long with people coming in so I just want to stay relevant and to stay um, relevant in my community perfect well thank you for coming in you are listening you have listened to powered by her in the Hinton Oakley podcast center we had CG England in today thank you for joining us today